0: The left hand knows not what the right hand does. i tried to teach them to watch each other, but the task seemed futile after a while. How could I ever mean to fix myself when the very walls of civilization were crumbling around my head? How was I going to overcome my alcoholism, the insanity riddling my mind, when Our Lady had ensured that I was the most sane being within twenty kilometers? I told myself early on that her appearance was nothing less than the end of days. I'd heard Mom and Dad talk about it by the grace of God. They talked about it with me, too, even when I was a baby. I talked about it at school, and, you know, the usual thing happened to that one religious nut in elementary school. No friends shunning the works. And everything built on everything else. Most folks with lunatic parents get to have better social lives by virtue of the first exodus. Like people tended to go with like, but not my parents. When I was a teen, I liked to curse the imaginary name of the commissar who rounded them up with everyone else, send them to this butt-end of nowhere to have me. But curses and God are not real, fortunately or unfortunately. That was an easy realization to make, but... What made it hard was hiding it. My parents were just as zealous as ever. After all, they were adults, and adults don't like to change, even when changing is good. So I had to fake my life at home and desperately cling to any form of sociability in school. It didn't... it didn't turn out so great, obviously. They found out that I renounced their faith. I was homeless well before I could reasonably be expected to pay for my own everything. And there... there it was. I worked odds and ends in a... gray wasteland of human civilization. And there was nothing else to do. I survived. I drank. I worked. Lovely old time, that. Better than today, better than yesterday. Still, by my estimation... A lot worse than other people's lives. I suppose that's how they found me. Things with broad ideological goals like to prey on the weak. I never understood what they wanted from here, and looking at what the result was, I don't think I'll ever understand, no matter how many times I sedate myself, but but I understood their opening offer. I had always wanted to be someone. I know, I know, what an original idea. Almost everyone does. When it comes to the choice between peace or light, almost everyone will take light and regret it afterwards. That was me. What did I want to be known for? I I didn't know. I wasn't talented at anything other than working clay, but that hadn't been a useful skill since the first days of the fall. So it was never anything more than a hobby. But then the war came, and and it all became so obvious. I didn't join up with the army, no. The people who went into the army died. That much was obvious from um, after about the first day. No, I did hook up with the local militia, but then again, everyone did. And finally, in those drunken nights, I felt like that was a way I could make a name for myself. How precisely, I didn't quite understand at the time. What, I would build prestige for myself by shooting lunatics there were thousands, millions of people around the world doing that exact same thing, and all we were going to be rewarded with at the end of the war was a pitiful pension and a metal pinned to our chest. But I got drunk. I got very, very drunk for the obvious reason. You sign up with the idea of glory in your belly, and then you actually kill someone. Even when the subject in question is screaming their guts at it, you, charging you head on, it is still still burns some scars deep into your heart. Scars that take a completely different world to heal, a world that I have never seen. But drink lets you sip a little of the essence of that world. But drink lets you sip a little of the essence of that world, if only for a little bit. So I drank, and drank, three nights straight, neglecting my duties, or hell, even my physical needs for food, and not having a pounding headache. It was on the third night that they showed up to me. (laughs) I say showed up like there could be any moral gray space to their actions. They infiltrated, invaded, desecrated my dreams. Great, terrible, shadowy beasts that told me they had a solution. A way to end most of my pain, to stop the raging torrents of war in my world. So I took it. I mean, what else was I supposed to say? I mean, no, for starters, but come on. There I was, lowest point in my entire life, lower even than those nights when I was homeless, and here come things offering me the tiniest taste of salvation, and ends to the bloodshed. I thought, yes, that perhaps that was the way Our Lady took our victims, in dreams, but I was lost enough that I didn't care. I needed some direction that made sense, and the terrible, bloody nihilism of my old life and the stark, dead orders of the militia weren't cutting it. So I followed them. I did what they said. We all know what happened, then. Well, we all know the relevant bits. There's the little intrigue that makes no sense, which I alone saw. The kind of stuff that people get interested in. But what am I to say? They took me to the back of a pharmacy building after hours. I was staggeringly drunk, of course. That was part of it. I guess, so I couldn't understand what I was doing or have the intellect to stop their plans once they were in place. But they had me draw this weird shape on the wall. Lord forbid I try to remember it. Kind of like a circle or something, but with actual sides and some nonsense going on in the middle of it. And that was that. That was the invitation that they needed, like they were vampires or demons. That was it. And from that symbol came the cloying, clawing darkness, which has destroyed everything. What I don't understand is how I survived, or how on earth I got on the registry for a bunker. There I was, buzzed out of my mind, summoning literal demons into the world because I was too cowardly to confront my own psychosis, and then I was just here. Here alive for no damn reason and a world that was even worse. I suppose the tide is some amount of mercy. It keeps the war away from us, or at least it seems like it has. I haven't heard of a single incident of infiltration since that fateful night. Not one. Then again, even if I did, i know what I'd have to do. I'd have to reject it. I'd have to, because I could never accept that one stupid dream-riddled mistake I made killed thousands of people. I have to think that they would be dead in any other circumstance, or at the very least that there would be a comparable amount of dead people. Why? I mean, I I can't be a killer. I I can't be. I just... There's no one out there who will believe me, and if they did, they wouldn't forgive me. Not even the most gold-hearted saint. No, I, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was hanging on to one final drop of hope in the ocean of misery. That sort of excuse doesn't work. Never has, never will. The sin clings to me like mud on a pig. I get drunk just before every 3 p.m. Yes, every. No, I don't know where all the alcohol comes from either. But it's there, and I have to drink it, you know? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't understand because it's just plain stupid. I was drunk then on that night, and I woke up in a new world. Just metaphorically, I know, but my heart hangs onto the idea that the blackout was literal, that I died, or was teleported, or something, just something. I just cling to the idea that I can fix this, because I can't think of any other way other than putting my life in the hands of the same fates who might have screwed everything up to begin with. I can't bring back the dead, I cannot shine light like the sun, hell, I can't even live as a subpar person. I can only hope, hope, pray, and drink.